broadcasting from Chico, California. This is the Barbless Fly Fishing Podcast, where we discuss NorCal fly fishing, guiding, fisheries science and management, conservation, and more. No better, fish better. Here's your host, Hogan Brown. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Barbless Podcast. This is Hogan Brown, and I'm excited to welcome uh, two guests in studio at the uh, Backyard Studio. Uh, I have Jenny Falcons and Jen, correct? Jen, yeah. yes, yes. I, 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 I get Jen and Jenny backwards. I wanted to have you guys on because uh, we've kind of met each other recently, and um, I'm always interested in having people on the show that are doing things different, right? Like whether you're fishing for something different, you're pioneering new fisheries, tying new flies, doing something, you know, different. And um, Dr. Joyce, Scott Joyce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who I've, who has been on the podcast, listeners may remember, um, told me about what you're doing. And uh, he described it as an organization of women, <laughs> which can mean many things, right? Like, uh, he said, it's kind of like a fly club, but it's it's not really a fly club. I'm like, okay, well, then what is it? He's like, it's like this organization of women. And I'm like, that's like, you got membership cards and shit if you're running an organization. And, but that's not it. It's called NorCal Women on the Fly. Yes. And I was looking on the line. It says, empowering women, building community, and catching fish. So when I look at that, um, a lot of things, that can mean a lot of things. How and what's the origin of NorCal Women on the Fly? Well, I would say the origin of it is um, about a year ago. Okay. I started fly fishing. I fished my whole life conventionally, and I've had a fly rod and played with it here and there. But um, I noticed people catching more fish on a fly rod and it was <laughs> stressing me out and I wanted to do that. What the hell is going on? Right. And I knew nothing. So I went into a lo our local fly shop, Fish First, and um, said, hey, I had this idea in my head on how I was going to catch fish on this fly rod, <laughs> not knowing how what a leader was or tip it. Yeah. I knew nothing. You just like, this works better than what I've been doing. Right. So. And I had it in my head, what I wanted and how I wanted to rig it up. Yeah. And, um, the fly shop, they were like, okay, listen, I could sell you all of this stuff, but what <laughs> I think you really want is a lesson. Yeah. And so let's go on a walk and wade. And I was like, okay, just don't bore me. I don't want to learn knots. I just want to catch fish. Yeah. And so, um, went on this walk and wade and, um, it was just like a light bulb moment. Okay. I just learned so much. And then I just kind of became obsessive about it. So <laughs> I started watching, uh, YouTube videos. I started listening to podcasts. I was like, whatever I could get my hands on. I was yeah. just hungry to learn yeah. more Yeah, and take that and go up to my favorite spot up in Almanor and fish. And, um, I was working with Jen. Um, Jen's a second grade teacher and she okay. was watching all of this and kind of like watching the deep dive into she, she would come into class and she would look at look at this fish I caught. I'm like so, super jealous. So I was like, okay, well, you need to take me too. Okay. Were you <laughs> fishing fish. at the time? No, I wasn't at all. So I grew up in Clear Lake and I would bass fish. That yeah, that's that's 250 did. horsepower glitter boats. Yes, exactly. The boats, yeah. the competitions. We had tons of competitions there. And um, we would just do, you know, bait casters and spinners and, you know, be on the boat. And that's fun, too. I still oh, hell yeah. bass fishing. But fly fishing was a whole new world. Yeah. I honestly hadn't heard about fly fishing until college. When wow. And you went to Chico State? When I went to Chico okay. State. And, you know, then I heard a bit... Um, from like boyfriends yeah, and yeah, yeah. whatnot and they would fish and they would try and teach me and we would just get frustrated. I'm like, yeah. no, this is, this you never is teach your spouse how to until, fish. I learned that real early. Yeah. Until yeah. I learned from mostly women on NorCal women on the fly, like meeting all these women. Yeah. They taught me most of what I know. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, um, my obsession started growing and my husband was basically like, listen, I can't take you out fishing all the time and you're not going to hire a guide all the time to go. And that just kind of pissed me off. 
I was like, well, no one has to take me fishing. Like yeah. I can go by myself fishing. Yeah. But the reality of it is that, um, there aren't a lot of places I could go by myself safely yeah. and yeah. fish. For sure. So I just started seeking out other women. And um, some of the first women that I met and that are like some of my best friends, like Allison, I met her on the river. That's and cool. And I was like, uh, hey, uh, there's a there's a woman over there fishing. Like, I want to fish with her. <laughs> you and, got an X chromosome. Come here. <laughs> yeah. And so um, we just connected and, and we started fishing together. And then um, it just kind of started to take on a life of its own. Mm -hmm. And more women, people were contacting me and like, hey, Jenny, I want to do what you're doing. What do you like? Will you take me fishing? And I'm like, yeah, because I need more women fishing. So let's yeah. go. And um it just started to become this community mm -hmm. and it ended up, it was kind of weird too, because Jen's not my age at all. I mean, I'm way older, but there was this group of older women yeah. that were my age that, you know, we've, we're almost done raising our kids. Yeah. We have older kids. We, um, it's like, who are we now? Like you're about to hit the free time bonanza. Yeah. And, and who are we and what are we doing and yeah. where do we want to go? And, yeah. um, so there was a lot of connection there. Within yeah. That's a very community. common life experience. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, and you're, how long have you been teaching? Uh, this is my fifth year teaching. Yeah. So you're hitting a little bit more free time than the first couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm getting my shit together. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I have a plan and yeah. you know, it's not a, it's not a hurricane in my classroom. So totally. Um, yeah. And I have more free time to, to fish and have this hobby, but maybe not necessarily the money to, I mean, I'm still on a teacher's salary, so I feel like, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Get your side hustle. Yeah. The younger, you know, women that, you know, are on a budget and they're still trying to do this, this hobby. And, and it's, um, it's hard sometimes, you know, but you know, any hobby in this day and age is not cheap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, you know, I, we talk about that with like our, our kids sports, my kids played hockey for a long time and now they play lacrosse and it's like, Oh, those are really expensive. I'm like, did every kid's sports expensive? Like you're, you're splitting hairs on hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Like it's all expensive. It's the same. I mean, mountain bikes, whatever it is, it's all expensive. So, yeah. 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 Well, one thing I do like about what we do too, is that, um, we, we try to DIY it a lot. Yeah. We do go with Absolutely. guides, but there are times there's been a couple trips where, um, we haven't gone with a guide and yeah. like, we've had a great like zoom call with, um, you know, someone that was in that area and, and helped us out with like maps and flies and yeah. it's really empowering. That was another part of that. Empowering yeah. to go and figure out things on your own also yeah. and then be successful and catch fish is yeah. like the best. It reminds me of iron Canyon, right? It took a day and a half for me to figure out how to catch these fish. Like it was, it was challenging, but that's, that's the fun part when you don't have a guide and you mm -hmm. oh for work sure to figure it out on your own. So you had this this need. Yes. And I mean, so you 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 have all these connections. What what are you doing with them? Cuz it, it it maybe it seems more formal <laughs> than it is. I mean, you got a website and a social media and how did you formalize this into something? Because when you look at it, 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 to organize a network is not easy, right? Like to coordinate events, get people together. It, it can't be a one woman show. There's got to right. be some sort of buy-in to the larger cause and the larger idea. Like when did that come? So we actually, we took our first hosted trip to pyramid last April. And so when you say we, how many people are you talking about? Um, we took about 12, 12, 12 women. And, and is this just random people you met? Um, some um, women I didn't even know. So yeah. we just put it out there. We put it on the website mm -hmm. and we just put it out there that, Hey, we're going to pyramid. We have these many spots. I had a lady fly in from Washington into Reno <laughs> and I was like, what the heck is going <laughs> on by here herself. by herself? And, um, and so we, I, I did all the, you know, like hotel, mm -hmm. you know, kind of the whole thing and worked with the guide and, yeah. um, and it was great. Like we had a blast and 
everyone walked away from that. Like, when, are, what are we going to do next? What are we going to yeah, do next? That was and, the, that was the match to the gasoline. Yeah. And so then we went to uh, Digger Creek. Okay. Uh, Lincoln hooked us up with Digger Creek and, yeah. um, we had a blast there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just, we hung out there for a couple of days and just like drank and ate and everyone walked away from that. Like, it's just more than the fishing, like the no, bonds for sure. we were making, the friendships we were making. And we had some ladies coming that came over to Digger Creek from um, Reno, from the mm-hmm. Sierra Fly Girls. And they have like kind of taken us under their wings. They're the veterans, the veterans of the... They're oh, yeah. a bunch of badasses. <laughs> yeah. And so they have been amazing. And... um and so we we formed a really great um, friendship and mm-hmm. with them, and we love doing stuff with them. And then um, we just started doing something every month. We did the hex hatch. Mm-hmm. Mac came up and helped us do nice. that up there, and um, and Mario Taco yeah. Fly came up and helped us do that. And that was kind of that in that June. That June was kind mm-hmm. of pivotal. Yeah, we kind of we formed an admin team. Okay, and so uh, we have Julia Mitchell, Molly mm-hmm. Colby. Jen Hayes, well, me, um, Allison um, Cofield, and um, Nicole Peterson. And Tina. And Tina Mickelson. And so we all just kind of met, and we all were like, yeah, we want this to mm-hmm. happen. And we all kind of took different roles because um, I just, I was, was doing it Was it your all. animal? So you were like, I'm going to build a website and make this happen. Um, yeah, but Jen helped me like with all of that. Like gotcha. I would get stuck. I'd be like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And Jen would come in and like, cause you guys are seeing each other every day, right? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. she doesn't work in my classroom anymore. It's <laughs> really messed up. So what made you hop on to your, I guess, aid in your classrooms, insane deep dive Jen, into fly fishing. She just really needed help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm little pity god i feel sorry I'm for this kidding. woman i better help her <laughs> i'm kidding i honestly just wanted to catch fish and meeting the women yeah i'm like i learned so much from them yeah and so i just i wanted to not only do i already have a passion for teaching yeah. i love to learn yeah so it's like i get to fish i get to learn i get to teach other people like, let's do it. You get to hang out with me more? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Monday true. through Sunday. <laughs> so were you going outdoors to begin with? I mean, would you consider yourself an outdoors girl to begin with? Absolutely. Like, I love camping. Yeah. And But most of the time I would just go outdoors just by myself. And I love camping alone. Yeah. It's something that I love to do just because it it's really humbling. Oh, absolutely. Know? You don't have your phone, you don't, you know, and, and I just love being outdoors. And so fishing's a little opposite. I, you know, I, I love to fish just because of, you know, catching fish, but also, like I said, meeting the women too. Mm-hmm. So it's a great experience just all around. And I, I love it. So these women start showing up to these events. Yeah. And, uh, you, are you, are you past your year anniversary? Um, no, 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 it would be April would be our wow. a year. And yeah. how many, like how many women are in the, the club? I'd say about 45 are signed up on the website. So they wow. get the, closer to 50 now. Yeah. Wow. Cause we just had a big, um, pyramid Lake trip that yeah, last Jen weekend, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many people showed up for that? So we had 12 women um not all of them stayed every day you know we fished for three days but some you know came and left and Mm -hmm. yeah uh, about 12 and um it was uh it was a good trip i loved it and we went with sierra fly girls too cool so then we had that group as well we did a dinner and we fished and yeah it was pretty miserable miserable out there it's not warm yeah i was cold in chico so (laughs) yeah but um it was still it was still great cool so the common denominator with all these women is they're they're starting the sport. Are a lot of these people new to fly fishing? And this, I would say some are, yeah, brand new, and yeah. some um, have a lot more experience. So I think there's there's all the ranges there. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that the other thing that like when Jen was talking about camping and stuff like that, the other thing I love about this group is that I feel like it gets us out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. because I am not a camper Yeah, I don't at camp. all. I am not a camper, yeah, me neither. but 
I camped. I did it with Jen, and yeah. you know, I did a good job, and I liked it, and I actually you did a good. Did you do? I mean, I, you, got, you I, don't. I, I went very, back. Very grateful that you showed up there, Iron Canyon, that day. I thought it was yeah. it's a good story. Tell, yeah. tell Judging the story. Judging yourself as okay. I am a good camper, that usually needs to come from someone else's oh. opinion. Yeah. So well, okay, so we had we had started planning a trip to Bound Lake. Lake. Uh, right, but the fires. Then the Dixie fire okay, happened, yeah. right? And so we're like, okay, where the hell are we gonna go? And so um I took a re recommendation from my boyfriend and he was like, Oh, go to Iron Canyon. I was like, Where where the hell is that? Yeah. We didn't I, know where I, that was. I have an idea, but I couldn't tell you. Exactly. So I was like, okay, well, I need to go early and check this place out. And he's like, there's a campsite. You go here, you go left and right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I went to check it out um, a day early before all of the women. Because we had like, what, 10 oh. women signed up? And yeah. then it kind of trickled down. The attendance drops off five. if you take people out to in the middle of nowhere in some god-awful place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um you know, I drove out an, a day early and <laughs> driving to Iron Canyon. Where? Do, what town is that? Is Iron Canyon's on the Klamath, correct? Uh, the pit. The pit. Okay. Yeah. What? I don't I, know. I honestly don't I even. Can't it remember. Was, it kind of scary. The people there. That's right on two ninety five and straight on till morning, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> yeah. you service it about an hour before you get to the actual Iron Canyon, and so wow. I'm like, all right, I'm doing this. And so we get, I get to Iron Canyon, I fish, um, I set up camp and I make my little fire and I have some hot dogs or whatever. And then I go to bed and I'm sleeping. And then all of a sudden I hear my ice chest just <laughs> off the tailgate of my truck onto the ground. I'm like, oh my God, this, this is a bear. <laughs> There's there, a large mammal in there, my campsite. Yeah, so I slowly unzipped my you know tent and I'm looking out this just big black figure and it's pitch dark out there. I'm yeah. like the only camper out there besides <laughs> this, you know, this nice couple in a trailer. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> so, That'd be my thought. Don't, don't feel embarrassed. I'd be scared as hell. Yeah, I was scared as hell. And so I didn't die. The, the, uh, the bear ate my food for probably about 30 minutes and which seemed kind of, like five hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was praying. I was yeah. like, I'm not religious, but please Lord. Yeah. Hopefully thing. there's enough hot dogs in there to satisfy this bear's appetite. Exactly. So it ate all of my food except the mustard and it took off. And as soon as it walked away, I unzipped my tent. I ran barefoot to my truck, locked the truck and I slept in there for the rest of the night. <laughs> And then I was starving the next day. Right. So I show up and um, I had stopped in Bernie and got you like. Stock, you strike me as someone who comes well supplied. I had all the food. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's yeah, cool. yeah. She's cool mama Jay. I was going to say, like, right. you, you have a few boys. You don't travel light. No. And so, but I had stopped it, uh, in Bernie to get uh, uh, at McDonald's. Okay. So I had, like got the two cheeseburger meals yeah. and a soda, but I don't drink soda, but it comes with it. So whatever. So I, um, I pull up and it's probably about three o'clock and she tells me this story and she's looking at me and she, I go, are you, you're so hot. I go, I have McDonald's she's in there. Look, she's looking she's at your hand. Like, she's like, <laughs> so the other lady cheeseburger. Yeah. It was cold. All of it was cold, but she didn't care. But the other ladies show up. They set up their tents and we were going to stay a couple days. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of that night, a few of them went and slept in the car. And then the next morning, a few of them said, Hey, we're just going to fish with you guys for a little bit, but uh, I think we're going to take off. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're leaving. We had a great time. We really did, but we're not staying here one more night. We're like, that's okay. That's did you see adventure. the bear again? It did come by it, again. I didn't see it though. It, it came yeah. back that it, night. It came oh back. yeah. Um, but you know, but we had bear spray. I, Dude, fuck. That doesn't help. I know. <laughs> and my boyfriend did say, bring bear spray. I'm like, I don't need no damn bear spray. You know, I'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't. It, my rule of thumb in wherever a guy go is I don't enter the food chain. I got to be at the top of <laughs> yeah. the food chain well, wherever I, I am. I put my eyes chest away. That was a rookie move, but. Yeah. Yeah, Jenny's, but Jenny's still. Save the day. Yeah. That cheeseburger. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so. So with this, you have these 50 women. Are you guys having, you know, the traditional model of the fly club is fairly antiquated. And, uh, you know, there's some really good ones and they provide really good resources for the certain type of people. But um, you obviously felt the need to form your own club. What what 
drove you to do that? So I, I don't think we started like, Hey, let's start a club. We just kind of started like a social gathering, you know? And so, um, I'm really involved with, um, United women on the fly. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm on their leadership team. And so, um, which they were super, Heather was super helpful in helping me, mm-hmm. um, you know, encouraging me and yeah. mentoring me, like, do this. So I don't think we ever thought of, like, the educational part or anything yeah. like that. Um, a lot of us were already a part of United Women on the Fly, mm-hmm. and they do a great job with education. Yeah. Um, we just wanted to get together and fish. So gotcha. we, um, I feel like that is something that, is going to evolve. Like I have a lot of women saying, I'd love to do casting lessons. I'd love to tie flies. I'd love to, you know, put more pieces of the the puzzle together. So I think that's something that's going to evolve. Yeah. I think meeting the women and then seeing how much of a need there was. Yeah, for sure. Like we, they just find us on our Instagram. They're like, I want to go. And we have so many women that, I mean, sometimes we have to turn down too because we don't have enough space or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many women that want to do this now and do this sport that... Well, this last trip out of the 12 spots that you had, there were only like three of you that had fished with us before. So you had nine new people. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So what do you think? So obviously the sport's growing. The sport, you know, if you know the industry or you talk to anyone, the sport has gone through in the last... 18 months, the largest growth the sport has ever seen, you know, river runs through it, nothing. This COVID runs through it as we call it has grown the sport (laughs) massively. Um, what do you think appeals about it so much to women? Well, I think that there's all these women, there's obviously a need not being met, right? Like if women are this passionate to search out other women, is it, uh, cause I'm not sure. I think, I think a lot of the time it is appealing to women. Well, for me, it's like being outdoors too, Yeah. but also just empowering, mm-hmm. you know, them. And like when you catch your first fish, like, you know, you're hooked. And so yeah. it's like, I think women that maybe had fish with their husband or, or whoever, when they do catch their first fish, they're like, I like Jenny, I need to learn more. Yeah, you know, and so then it's just the snowball effect. Like they just need to keep going. Yeah, you know, well, because I, I guess I look at it from the standpoint of where you came came from. I mean, there's not a line of women at the Ranger Bass Boat dealership, right? Right. Like you don't see women breaking down the to buy a glitter boat I and chase it, bass. It's also just the time that we're in too, you know, and and being a woman, there's a lot of women testing the boundaries. Oh yeah, you know? for sure. Like even in hunting too. Absolutely. So I think it's just our time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> we're ready. So, so what is the industry? I mean, cause here's the deal. Like the industry is white male wealthy, right? Like that's the demographic. And if you ask, I always thing of this because I I serve on a lot of committees and meet we have women and in a couple of our committees on AFTA and I talk to one of my like one of the women in the industry if I'm like is that sexist is this messed up she's the one I ask like I can ask her the like is this sound fucked up you know and not worry that she's going to be like yeah you're a sexist pig you know Mm -hmm. I always say to her I'm like well I'm inclusive of everybody I think everybody's welcome in fly fishing you know what I mean like I don't see a problem you know and she's like, well, that's because you're white with testicles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, Roger that. So like, what what is not being done to welcome women into the sport? That you have to have this club where women are the ones welcoming women to the sport. Men's ego. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, Sometimes. that. I think it's just a safe place. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it can be intimidating to be fishing with another man. And I mean, I love fishing with my husband. My husband is a great fisherman. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, Jen and I fished with him a lot. When we go fishing, it's it's Jenny and I versus Mike. Right. (laughs) And, um, and then when we start catching fish, he moves in on us. Yeah. But, um, fishing on on top of us, Mike. That's just smart, dude. That's just smart. Yeah. But, um, it's just different. Yeah. Because, um, he could be more critical sometimes. Mm-hmm. And 
he might say something and Jen might say the same thing on my cast. And I feel like I'm going to listen to Jen <laughs> a little more because yeah. it's just a different perspective and I'm not yeah. feeling like judged or, yeah. um, so I, I think it takes that kind of intimidation mm-hmm. out yeah. pushing with other women. Yeah. What's interesting too, about what you said is like, I, I don't go fish to be around people. Like I go fish to get away from people <laughs> and like everything that you're talking about, it's very social. Mm-hmm. We're doing yeah. this with women. Like most men, like, I don't want to see another dude. Like if the boat rabbit's got another boat at it, I'm out. I don't want to see people. And it's interesting to hear you say this because socialization is the last thing that I'm looking for when I'm fishing. Right. And that's a totally different element. Most men will tell you, like, I go to fish to, like, clear my head, forget about work. I don't want to meet anybody new. Like, I try not to make eye contact with other people on the river. I don't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, like, it's very different that there's this social element to what you're doing. That's very unique. Is that as big a part as it sounds like to this? I I think so. I I think, though, like, being on the water – um, clears my head. Yeah. I mean, it's like where I find peace. It yeah. is, you know, but doing it with some girlfriends yeah. is just like icing on the cake. Have you evolved? Is there like, have you gotten to the point where you're like, well, now I just go by myself. Like I've learned enough. I'm comfortable enough. I'm secure enough. Like I'm going to put my shit in the car and go on my own. Absolutely. Yeah. I loved it. Like I said, I love camping. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a reason. And yeah. now I get to camp and fish alone. Gotcha. Which I still like to do that too. But I think fishing with women, you know, it's it's a different experience because <laughs> we just have a lot of fun too. Like We have a lot of fun. We have a yeah. blast. And when we have guides too, they always tell us, you guys are Oh no, I have a ton of fun fun when I guide women. I've guided large groups of women a lot in my life and it's a ton of fun and it's a very, very different dynamic than a large group of men. And it's just interesting is I, you've confirmed many of the things that I've always thought is women are all, you know, I think are welcomed into the sport, but what the industry may not realize is that women are looking to get different things out of the sport. Mm, Right. Like, I also think too, when you're talking about like you do you feel like you can just go out on your own now? Yes, definitely. And yeah. I've definitely gone and fished by myself a, a lot. Yeah. Um, but I've also encountered some jackasses. Assholes. Yeah. Oh, some for sure. Serious assholes. And so yeah. then that goes back to the whole I'm fishing with other women for safety. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. you know there's Oh yeah. You don't have to dress it up, dude. Creepy dudes out in the woods. Like that's, that's an odd, that's not a, you don't want to push the limits on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And you know, all it takes is one asshole to ruin the day. Right. Like, you know, and so I guess if you're with a bunch of your girlfriends, like, you know, it's going to be a good day. Yeah. And and they're not going to mess with us really. They're not going to mess with us. Actually, they're going to get away from us because we're probably talking too loud and obnoxious we're having a good time i mean we're serious though we're catching more fish but i mean we're definitely like hardcore and serious yeah for sure but we um we have a good time yeah so what where are the women from those 50 some women are they i mean you're talking people flying in yeah some a lot from northern california but right like i said everywhere yeah so we have Oregon, some from um, like some from Nevada, Napa, Marin, up uh, Trinity, Definitely wow, Redding, Redding um, Susanville, Chester, Tahoe, yeah. Tahoe Chico, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So it's a good repre- representation of North North yeah. California. And so, have you gone to any of the traditional fly clubs? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I've never been to a fly club meeting or anything, so I have no idea. Because the the women's, I've always found it very interesting. Is you'll have fly clubs, and I, Rachel Andrus started the Shasta Mayflies long time ago, and I always thought it was odd that women had to have like their separate club within a club. And I guess it kind of made sense, right? Like from all the stuff you're saying and stuff, but they're, you know, a long time ago, there was the original, like what I think was probably the original women's club. And that's the golden West women's fly club that Fanny Krieger started. 
And all the stuff you're talking about is exactly what I associate with that club. I mean, I think 15, 20 years ago, I would do outings with them. And it was like, what the potluck at lunch was, was equally as important <laughs> as like what the flies were that we were going to fish. Right. And right. like, it's, la I mean, it's, it's funny as we talk about it, I think back to like events that I would do at Luck Lake with these women and stuff out in Corning. And it was like, it was a blast and all the same, what you're doing is unique at the same time, but it's a very common thing that you start, that you see that's different than men. You know what I mean? Like men get competitive about fishing, like a group of dudes in a couple drift boats or a couple jet boats, like competition, right? Absolutely. Like oh, a lot yeah. of shit talking, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm sure that happens with you guys, but like, it's not so much the ego. We are yeah. way oh. more encouraging. Like no. yeah. the, ver the video I got, um, from Jen, at, from pyramid it was like video like first fish yeah. Ooh, look they got someone yeah. you know someone's you know, got their first fish on pyramid you know how you you fish on the ladders right yeah so um that dinner at, uh when we were uh, at dinner with sierra fly girls one of the guides came and joined us and he was just talking and he was like yeah you know i love fishing with you women you're so awesome yeah so different than men you know Anytime a woman catches a fish, you all jump off of your ladders. Woo, caught a fish. Woo. You know, everyone yeah. wants to see it. Yeah. Or take pictures. Right. You know? Yeah. But well, even it's, okay. it's fun. It's oh, for sure. For women and, and they feel they feel welcome and, and encouraged. So yeah, that's I remember really cool. um, I fished up there. I, I love to fish at Pyramid and I fished with the Sierra Fly Girls and the United Women on the Fly mm -hmm. ladies. And I stayed an extra day. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was going to fish that next morning and I was all by myself. Yeah. So I went, got up super early, put my ladder out. Everyone already had their ladder out. I think I was, there was like only one other woman out there. Yeah. And the guy to my left catches this huge fish and I look over, I'm like, Hey, you want me to net that for you? And he looked at me like I was an alien. Yeah. And Don't he talk was to like, me. Don't um, talk to me. um, Oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I get down, I'm all excited. I net it was a beautiful fish. And I'm like, that's a beautiful fish. He's like, oh yeah, I've caught bigger ones in here and stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, and, stuff. <laughs> and so, um, but by the end of the day, he was like my best friend yeah. and he was like giving me flies and like, Hey, you know, try this. And it's amazing um, what it, a little like, kindness up. can do to the barriers that yeah. people find in fishing. I find that too of like, just rowing over the boat or blasting the drift boat over or just boat and just like being nice to someone like that's not what a lot of people expect. You know what I mean? So yeah, that goes a long way. I think no matter men or women. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was fishing at the branch. Um, that one time I fished like 10 hours by myself at the branch. It was a long day, but I had made friends with this gentleman that was across the way from me and he was fishing alone, you know, and um, I kind of stru struck up a conversation with him and we were chatting and, you know, it was kind of just, we just became like Jenny's like good friends, you know, it was yeah. like, Hey, you know, yeah. awesome talking to you. And yeah. he was super encouraging and nice. And I think men too really want when they do get out and, and they want to fish alone, they've, you know, just being nice and being kind to them and, and opening that conversation. I think that they, you know, want to, yeah. It's not what most men expect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's definitely a competitive element in fishing. Yeah. Between males. Yeah. Like that's he, a thing. <laughs> yeah. He caught a brown and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, all I've wanted to do was catch a brown, catch a brown. And he's well, like, that just oh. built his ego up more too. Yeah. So. I was like, that's, that's true. a beautiful fish. That's true. Like, do you want me to take a picture? He's like, no, it's all okay. You know? And I was yeah. like, all right. And so then, you know, I caught a huge brown right after that. I was so excited. And he was excited for me too. Yeah. He was like pumped. So it was nice. That's but cool. But did he say, do you want me to take a picture? No, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> You gotta yeah. learn these I things. Know. Luckily you showed up the next oh, time. <laughs> so so what do you guys have planned for the upcoming year? April will be one year. Yeah. We have pyramid planned again for okay. April. Um and actually we meet together um our admin team mm -hmm. once a month. Yeah. Um on Zoom because we're kind of all over. Yeah. It works perfect for us to meet and plan. Mm -hmm. Um so we're, we're kind of, we are kind of in the check our website out because we're going to 
have some things put up on our website for sure. Um, There's some annual things we definitely want to do. We definitely Mm want to do Almanor again. And, um, and then some new things. We, there's a lot of women that do a lower sack trip, lower sack Mm -hmm. again. Um, Yeah. And then just trying to connect and just saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to be out here this weekend. Who else is let's go. Yeah. That seems like a very useful element. Just building that kind of network of women that are, willing to show other women where to go and what to do. Cause if that's the beauty of, if you have people all over the place, like your local waters is not someone else, locals waters and their mm-hmm. local waters is not your local waters. Right. And you can get out and feel comfortable fishing other places. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a big thing. You know, like, um, when I went up, uh, to what hat Creek up in that mm-hmm. area. Yeah. There was another NorCal women lady up there yeah. and I'm like, Hey, I'm coming up there. Where do I fish? What do I do? And she's like, Oh, okay, let's go. Let's yeah. go here or there. And I love that networking because yeah. I would never have brought my stuff up there to fish up there if I didn't have someone to say, Hey, yeah, let's go here or yeah. do this or, yeah. you know. And when you're, you know, when you, women are definitely a minority, it's in the fly fishing world you know, when you find those people, it's pretty cool. I would imagine. I think there's like this special bond that is created amongst us too. It's almost like this common thread of like, wait, you like that too? Yeah. Totally. Really? Like, did we just become best friends? We just become best friends. That's a, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So do you feel underrepresented in fly fishing as women? Hmm. I don't. I mean, cause it sounds like you got a pretty thick tribe. I don't think so. I, I think, I think that we've built, I think that all the women that we have, mm-hmm. they really have come together to represent and, and, you know, have our pictures and, um, show the people that we can fish too. Yeah. You know? And all the men around us, they're like, "Whoa, you know, who are you guys? Like we're, you know, I just at pyramid there, we all showed up to the bar and um, after fishing all day and we all had all our gear on, they're like, what, you know, what the heck? Yeah. Who are you guys? And we're like, yeah. oh, um, we're a, we're a women's, we're a women's club. And he's like, well, what do you guys do? And I was like, well, we knit. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty quick witted. That's good stuff. <laughs> and he's like, kind of looks at me. I'm like, we're fishing. <laughs> See the outfit? We have the same outfit on that you do. Yeah. yeah. How, how many fish did you catch today? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's, you know, it's, that's, I'd imagine that that's uh and that's one of those things where the guy probably didn't mean to be a dick, yeah. but like, but as soon as I said that we were a fishing club, yeah. he was absolutely shocked. He was like, what? Yeah. Just amazed. And you know, and then it's like, I, do I feel offended or do I feel, you know, how do I feel about this? Yeah. He was, he was nice. You know, he was nice about it. And I think it's just starting to become more we're starting to become more represented but it's yeah. still still new yeah and there was you know when women i don't want to say when women first started getting into the sport but you have the advent of social media and the explosion of fly fishing and social media you have the ability to put your eyes on many different places and many different things and when women begin to be predominantly featured in social media i think there was a reaction to the that woman has fished for a year. Why the hell is she sponsored by that brand? And I've guided for 15 and I can't even get a free fly line. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there was that reaction and companies gobbled up any woman that they could and, you know, sold fly fishing with equal parts sex. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think there was a lot of men that were probably like, well, that's bullshit, you know? But I think we seem to have been, we've gotten away from that a little bit with United women on the fly is a big part of that, you know, to legitimize women in the sport and such and the work that they've done. But it's, I think a guy like that, like he honestly was probably, you know, it'd be like seeing a zebra when you're walking down the Sacramento river. Like you're kind of (laughs) like completely like shocked that that existed. Right. Like, you know, cause I've been in that, I've been, I was in that boat, you know, I mean, I remember the first time I was putting in my boat and I saw a woman back a drift boat down and push a drift. I'm like, well, what the fuck's going on here? (laughs) Like, it wasn't like you don't belong here or I don't like you or you shouldn't be doing this. It was just like, 
wow, you don't see this shit all the time. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Curious it's oddity. Pretty rare. And yeah, like I was like, see. so where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> that's why when we see women on the river or whatever fishing, we're like, do you want to be friends? Yeah, no? <laughs> well, Hi, and that's, that, no. yeah, yeah, and that's kind of good and kind of shitty, right? <laughs> that like there's so few women in the sport of fly fishing that you're like, oh, come here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that um, there's more women than you think there are. Yeah. But most of them are fishing with their husbands mm -hmm. all the time. And I've had a lot of women that are like, um, yeah, I love fishing with my husband, but you know, I, I'd like to go fish with you guys too. Like it's just because yeah. it is so different. Well, and that's a, you know, I've always guided, I've had a lot of husband and wife cup wives, couples. And I've always, I've often asked myself, would this woman fish if she wasn't with this guy? You know what I mean? Like, and I've even had women who the couple has divorced and I don't see the woman again. I see oh. the man again. Right. Mm. Like, you know, like I often wonder, like I've always had women in the sport and I've always had women clients, but like you're saying, it's like, are they doing this because they really want to fly fish or would they play golf or mountain bike or whatever? If that's what, husband was like, Hey, we're going to go do this. Right. You know what I, I mean? definitely think there are definitely women yeah. like that, but I just spent a week with, uh, 12 other women that I would say half of them, their husbands don't fish yeah. at all. And that's awesome. And that was super yeah. cool. My boyfriend yeah. does not fly fish. Does he have any desire to? Um, no. Like maybe a sick fascination to see what you're doing, but it's like your thing. Maybe it's more my thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, I've learned pretty almost a hundred percent from women. Like yeah. That's interesting. Women, yeah. They teach me a ton and they're always so willing to share their knowledge. Yeah. Guys are cool. dicks. We don't like to share. Well, the, but the guides too, they're also all of the guys that we've fished with are super, super helpful and sweet too. So we've just tell them you're buying a boat and they'll be the fucking information. Well, will dry up. instantly. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't see you as a threat yet. <laughs> no, that's a tough one. I think guys like I'm always like I've I've been an only child my whole life. So like I've not there was periods where I was not very sharing with information. But like you realize that like that's a very narrow minded way to grow a sport. Right. Like mm -hmm. but that's the other thing, too. Like I don't want to see people when I fish. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. but it's that double edged sword. Like. Mm -hmm. You know, we got our 50 people we don't need anymore. This is good. We don't want to host any more trips. We don't want to, but like. Well, we've had thought about, you know, how big do we want to get this? Not necessarily because we don't want to see more women, but because we're like. Well, it's more work. Well, it's we don't want to. It's a lot yeah. of work, but we also too don't want to lose that community. Mm -hmm. You know, that feeling of community. And sometimes yeah. when you get too big, it's, it, you lose that. Especially if, I mean, yeah. Right? And like, then also too, like, well, does that mean we have to do like two trips a month because we only have like usually 10 spots? That's a lot to go fly fishing. Yeah. 10 people. Is that's a lot. lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of questions about this and that. And yeah. You know what I mean? And you got to have the right, right amount of area to fish. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't yeah. fish on top of each other. You yeah. know, you have to have space and, yeah. and yeah. So. And all varying levels and all levels. Yeah. How do you deal with that when you got 10 people and like one's horrible and one's really good? Well, we well, don't have anyone horrible. <laughs> no one at all has been horrible at all. And like I said, women are just naturally, we just want to help. Yeah. You know, like someone, the, 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 the 65 year old woman that's been fishing for 40 years is like, cool. I could not have done this last weekend without the Sierra fly girls. Like they, are badasses and they helped a ton. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. We're so lucky. Laura, like we really Karen, feel like they Jamie. have just taken us under their, how ways. many people are in their club? I don't Ooh. know a lot. They're yeah. part of the Tahoe Truckee. Mm -hmm. fly so they are an extension of a, yes, yeah, of a, of a club. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they just immediately took charge and, you know, we had a ton of green ladies coming in. Um, they did a great job, but um, without the guide, you know, yeah, uh, they still wanted to fish, and and so 
Jamie and Karen and Laura, they were immediately just like, let me get you set up. Like, this yeah. is what, and they showed them how to do it. You know, they weren't just like, oh, let me rig it up for you. Well, that's important because I know like if I have a client in the boat who's a really good angler and a client in the boat who's a really poor angler, like one of their days is going to be negatively affected, right? Like mm -hmm. both of them are not going to have a good day, right? And right. so if you go on a trip like that and like, five women have never fished much and five women have fished a ton. Like how do you steer the trip? Like five of those women are going to have to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to give up a little bit of my trip. So these other people have a good trip or whatnot. That's a tough thing to do. It is. Yeah. But the other thing too, is that what defines a good trip? Yeah, totally. Because yeah. is it just that you caught fish? Is that what defines a good trip? Yeah. Because I've been on, some amazing trips and I didn't catch that many fish. Totally. But totally. I saw someone catch their first fish. Yeah. And um I saw them tie their own, you know, fly on and I I learned something also. I learned how to read water better. I yeah. learned, you know, it's always you're always learning something. So so that's I feel like is a mindset when you yeah. go out. Oh, for sure. I would agree a hundred percent. I was just curious because with men you run into that their idea of a good trip is usually a little more narrower than that, right? Well, and sometimes I feel like, I'm not saying this is also just necessarily men, but I think everybody thinks that they know everything. Yeah. You know? And yeah. So when you oh, I think that. Trip, <laughs> and they're like, well, I already know everything. I don't need to learn nothing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you can all, especially with fly fishing, there's always something to learn. Oh, yeah. Always. So, That's a very humbling point in your angling career is when you realize how little you actually know the old, you know, Greek adage, the more I learn, the more I know, I don't know anything at all. You know? yeah, isn't that <laughs> why I think that's why I love fly fishing. So oh much. yeah. No, because it's... you're always learning. Yeah. There's always something, there's yeah. always another piece of the puzzle to put together. And then when you get that piece, I mean, it's like, woo, like yeah. light bulbs go off again. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. I think there's an evolution. Like I remember when I was a young male, it was defining a good trip was numbers in the boat, dude. Like you're running cause you're getting out at the boat ramp and every dude's like, how many did you get? How many did you get? How many did you get? And there was a, a, a an old guide who has since passed away, Bill Lowe, uh, who died very, very much sooner than he should have. And I always remember getting out on the lower U, and Bill Lowe was like kind of the old guy on the lower U, but though he was not old, he'd been there longer than I had. And I'd get out and I was like in my twenties and I'd just hump the river that day, pounding fish, you know, putting 20 in the boat, you know, and I'd always ride by Bill and his clients got their feet kicked up and he's got like an espresso machine and he's like, <laughs> they're drinking Sierra Nevadas and laughing and having fun. And I'd get to the ramp and I'd, my clients be like, Oh, how'd you guys do all oh, that? We got like two and in my mind. Like when I'm in my twenties, I'm like, Oh, we fucking smashed them today. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like, I'm a, Badass. And it wasn't until I was like in my thirties where I was like, Oh, Bill's kind of got this shit figured out. Like this is, you know, Bill's got the whole other component of the trip here that I was missing for most of my competitive, as I say, male years, you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, I don't know if that's an age thing or not, but like, that's definitely a journey of part of an angler, right? Is realizing that like, there's more to this than like stacking bodies in the net, you know? So oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, as a conventional angler, all I cared about was my stringer. Totally. That's all right? I cared about. <laughs> I would know. I was like, why, Zink. why are they letting fish go? Like, yeah. That was yeah crazy to me. And now when I see fish handled wrong, I just like cringe, you know, or like, <laughs> yeah. why, why'd you, why'd you touch their gills? Like put them back in the water. Okay. Mm. Um, so I, I think it's an evolution. Yeah. And then, um, I, it just getting more women in the sport, getting kids involved in the yeah. sport yeah. is amazing. And then, you know, that just goes to help our environment. Oh right? yeah. Because no, no, the no, more absolutely. that we love the river, the more we want to protect the river Yeah, and the more we want to re protect those resources. Yeah. And, that's so. the, I mean, that's the sales pitch. I always tell people with cast opus, nobody, if kids don't give a shit about the river, they're going to be gone. You know what oh, I mean? Like it, the whole concept of protecting the environment is people protect things that they love. And if they find more value in parking lots and strip malls and screens, then that's what they're going to protect. 
So, well, I think fly fishing's brought that to me because honestly, yeah. like a year ago, I was like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. I didn't, I didn't think about those things yeah. as much. And what now, is that doing to the prices of my gasoline? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, my water bill, like my electric bill, all the, you know, because in the end, those are what matter to most people, right? You know, right. So, that's interesting. So. Coming up, you, you're going to keep what you're doing over the next year secret. You got any, is, can women sign up for the club? Like how, how do women Absolutely. get involved? Yeah. I mean, they can sign up through our website and they can also just come on a trip with us. Like we're in the works planning tons of trips. So, so what, what is the website? NorCalWomenOnTheFly.com. NorCalWomenOnTheFly.com. The best way to know what's going on is definitely sign up there. Then you'll get like a newsletter. Mm -hmm. Um, of upcoming events and stuff. And I, we always try to post on there before we post on social media. Gotcha. Um, we'll promote on social media if we're not getting a lot of hits, you know? Gotcha. So you kind of open it up to the list of, of women. Uh, it, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it a, do women pay and join? Is there a fee to be part of the club? Mm -mm. No, because we're just a social group. <laughs> yeah. just so social we're not gathering. making money on Nobody's this. Nobody's collecting no money. Nobody's collecting nope. money. There's we're no just, dues. No, we're just... Covering our expenses for trips and, yeah. you know, that's it. We're all volunteers. Yeah. There's no, we don't have any agendas. We just want to go fishing. Yeah. There's that's no it. bank account or anything. No, 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 nothing. That's, that's cool. So check out Northern NorCal women on the fly. And then on social media, what's your handle on social media? Well, um, we just like to post fish or fishy pictures. You well, know? no. So where can they find you? Oh, um, NorCal women on the fly. Okay, so just yeah, at NorCal Women in the yeah, Fly. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll, yeah, we post, you know, all about all of our trips and then we'll promote on there too. And then you can find our link to the website on cool. our Instagram. We don't have a Facebook. That's okay. Yeah. Too much drama yeah. on there. Yeah. I don't no. get on Facebook that much. Yeah. Instagram pictures aren't as controversial usually. Yeah. Usually. <laughs> usually. And no booby pictures either. Okay. Yeah. Just no, you fish, guys. Yeah. Right? No, it seems like a fairly, it, it's a, uh, I've looked through your Instagram. It's, it's an inspiring Instagram. It makes people want to go, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So sign up and, um, we'll, do you send out an email once a, once a month or something like that or? About once a, once month. a month. That's yeah. good. And a newsletter. Yeah. Well, okay. I think we are, we might be doing a fly tying thing next month. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we we'll get that out. We'll get that. that. We got we got to look at the calendar here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We'll yeah. do that in December. Cool. Yeah. Well, it was really great having you on. Um, I really appreciate your time and coming on and talking about what you're doing. And I definitely encourage anyone that uh, is listening to the podcast to uh, reach out, check out the website, check out social media, and um, you know support what they're doing. If you have a woman in your life or a young lady, young ladies welcome too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. A young lady, daughter, granddaughter, something like that. Um, check it out. See what they're doing and see if you can get them involved. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank our sponsors, Sierra Nevada and Loon Outdoors. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. No better, fish better. Part of the Barbless Podcast Network. Special thanks to our sponsors. Without them, this show would not be possible. Like this episode? Leave a review. 